Music by Georges Bizet. That was the pastoral from his popular L'Arlesian Suite Number no. 2, a recording made by the TSO back in 1981 with Andrew Davis conducting. Now, it's no news to say that this year has not been like any other for anyone, but when it comes to things TSO, no one knows this better than TSO Associate Concertmaster Mark Skazanetsky. One year after coming to Canada from the Ukraine, he joined the TSO, and this was in 1980. It has now been four decades, and a lot has happened with the orchestra in that time, but nothing like what we've seen this year. Mark joins us now to give us that longer-range perspective and to tell us about the various ways he's kept his musical and collaborative spirit alive during the pandemic. Mark Skazanetsky, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Kathleen, and it's great to hear your voice. Now that you mentioned uh, that I'm... About 40 years member of the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. It just makes me think how time flies. <laughs> well, yeah, you're one of the longest standing members of the TSO, and I guess time flying is a good sign that it's been a, a good ride. But how has it been overall over the last four decades? Well, I must say that I consider myself very, very lucky and fortunate person who came to Canada, as many other people, who comes from all over the world. And uh, I'm doing what I love to do. And to be a member of the Toronto Symphony, it's, to me, it's the most exciting thing to play all this beautiful music with phenomenal guest artists, conductors, and soloists, uh, very creative programming. So uh, I love it. Now, in the life of any organization, there are ups and downs. And in that 40 years, there have been other moments of drama and crisis with the orchestra. What are some of the other challenges that the TSO has come through preceding this one? We had few moments, of course. In my opinion, every time when a new music director comes, it's always a big challenge because the whole organization has to retune, sort of say to the new um, everything, basically. The new conductor wants things differently, and uh, this will be my fifth new music director. I'm talking about Gustavo Humeina, who is uh, most welcome, finally, to come and conduct <laughs> the orchestra, hopefully soon. Yeah, well, I want to talk to you a little bit about that before we get to the pandemic, because, uh, you know, as you say, this will be your fifth music director. And our listeners should know that in addition to playing violin, you are also active as a conductor. So I'm curious, from that vantage point, what impresses you about Gustavo? I think he's a phenomenal conductor, beautiful, very expressive hands, and the music comes from you know his heart. A very enjoyable experience so far. Well, now let's focus on this past year. So in your 40 years, I'm guessing you haven't had a year like this one with the TSO. How does it compare? Nobody had a year like that <laughs> in the world. But uh, strangely enough, our, our last rehearsal was March, Friday the 13th. Oh. I don't know if it's uh, it has any uh, meanings, <laughs> but, but it was kind of strange. Uh, that was uh, more than a year ago. And, of course, since that time, the whole organization has to be so incredibly creative not to lose touch with our audience. And uh, not only the audience that normally would come to Ray Thompson Hall, but with the new audiences that Toronto Symphony is trying to uh, uh, find uh, all the time. And they created incredible activity on that front. Uh, And we have several new outreach projects to connect with different communities in the 
Toronto. Now, I understand that one of the newest of those is with the Chinese Cultural Centre of Greater Toronto. Can you tell us a bit about that partnership? Because I believe you were perhaps the first TSO musician to play for them? That's correct. Yeah, I'm very proud to be the very, very first person who performed for the uh, Chinese Cultural Centre. Uh, it was a Zoom performance, of course, so I couldn't see uh, faces, but they were there, I was told, on the other side. The program that I'm trying to put normally for this kind of events is a variety of things. So it's classical and light classical and a little bit pops. For this particular one, I have a, a student who came from China, and I specifically asked that student if he could recommend a popular Chinese uh, song or tune, and um, she did, and uh, it was a great success. It's called Nostalgic Song. Very beautiful piece. So it was an opportunity for you to get to learn something new as well. Absolutely, yes. Now, during this pandemic, of course, you know the big struggle has been, especially initially in the first lockdown, as you say, everything ended for the TSO on uh, Friday, March 13th. <laughs> um, but, you know, especially in those first days, how did you, because I know how much you love making music, and I'm wondering how during the lockdowns you kept that fire active. How did you connect with colleagues and students? It's not very easy, but we try to stay in touch by, you know, FaceTime and just phone calls and a lot of messaging going on. We have regularly uh, meetings with our management. Until now, I think we stopped having them toward the end of the season, but we had uh, meetings with our management and our orchestra committee every two weeks. Sometimes we have meetings with our orchestra committee just to update uh, members of the orchestra, what's going on. Yeah, so we stay in touch as much as possible. I think I imagine that one of the godsends during all of this has been the TSO's on-demand concerts where you finally got a chance to be on stage with your colleagues. How was that when that finally started to happen? That was very exciting. It was very strange as well because suddenly you, on the familiar stage that you spent like half of your life, and uh, you have to wear masks, pacing like two meters apart, and the winds player are separated by this uh, plastic glass partitions. So the whole thing at first glance looked kind of strange, but as soon uh, as we started playing, it sounded like an orchestra. Mind you, there was a, a reduced orchestra, it was about 50 people on stage, but it still, it was just like, oh my God, it sounds like an orchestra suddenly. <laughs> it was really, really exciting to be back. Was there one of those performances that was particularly exciting for you or a favorite when you look back? Um, it, yeah, well, was, the one with uh, our new music director was very exciting. We, we did two uh, Beethoven symphonies in one week that's supposed to be done in two weeks, but because of the restrictions... He had to be in quarantine, and uh, we kind of squeezed everything in one week, and it was um, it was a great experience, beautiful. Well, I think we are all really looking forward to when things normalize somewhat, and we can all experience the orchestra and Gustavo Jimeno on stage live in person at Roy Thompson Hall. Uh, and I, I'm sure you agree, <laughs> Mark. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. I certainly hope so, and the sooner the better. 
would be great to be back in, in the hall and to play for people who love music and come to Roy Thompson. And we really miss all of that. Thank you so much, Mark. Thank you. That was the TSO's Associate Concertmaster, Mark Skazanetsky. And in honor of the TSO's most recent partnership with the Chinese Cultural Center of Greater Toronto, here is the Shanghai Symphony with soloist Takako Nishizaki playing a traditionally inspired piece. 